800 AM and 94.9 FM KINY Juno from the Alaska Airlines Studio. Local first. Now, News of the North. From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. These are the stories we're following this hour. Avalanches have occurred and Thane Road is closed for avalanche reduction. National Weather Service Juno looks at storm impacts to Juno, and offices and school campuses remain closed today following the winter storm. But first, avalanches have occurred on Basin Road and above Barron's Avenue. No damage or injuries have been reported at this time. Basin Road is closed at the 8th Street intersection. Please avoid the avalanche area to ensure everyone's safety and allow first responders to work smoothly. Residents and homeowners are encouraged to stay alert to their surroundings and to current weather conditions. In the event of an emergency, call 911 immediately. The general public should avoid spending time in avalanche paths for the next 48 hours as heavy snow remains on the mountain and there is potential for further slides in current weather conditions. For more information, see the City and Borough of Juneau's 2022 avalanche maps. Thane Road will remain closed until avalanche hazard reduction and debris removal can be completed. The Alaska Department of Transportation and Public Facilities will be conducting avalanche hazard reduction above Thane Road tomorrow at 11 a.m., dependent on weather conditions. National Weather Service Juno has provided an update on snowfall recorded. Meteorologist Nathan Compton describes the snow accumulations Juno witnessed over the past three days. From the airport, we've had a three-day maximum, midnight Sunday to midnight on Wednesday, those three days, of 34.5 inches, and that ranks number five for greatest three-day total ever for Juno. And where we stand right now, we're still working on snow totals right now because that's just a midnight to midnight odd. That's not the snow total. But where we stand right now for the month of January so far is uh, 69.2 inches at the airport as of midnight. And that's tied for 1982 for second highest snowfall for the month of January. Juno would need another 6.1 inches to break the 2009 record for highest snowfall accumulation for January. Snow was still falling past midnight and official storm results will be available tomorrow. Compton looks at snowfall for the Mendenhall Valley. So far for this for this storm, we've gotten 30.9 inches. We've gotten reports from other forecasters uh, that uh, their snow total from 10 p.m. Saturday to 10 a.m. Wednesday was right around 36 inches. A couple other reports around town, it's pretty similar. Uh, that forecaster was located in the valley as well. Juno also broke two daily snowfall records back to back. 14.1 inches, that broke the record from 2002. It broke the record of 8.2 inches, and that was just for the January 23rd, only that day. And the one of 11 inches that broke the record of 5 inches from back in 1969, that was only for the January 22nd. But it is pretty telling when you get back-to-back record breakers. He says 91% of snow for this month was caused by the two systems Juno experienced in the past week. And Juno can expect to see freezing rain today. 
CPJ offices and facilities are closed to in-person visits today, but open for business via phone and email as Juno residents are encouraged to avoid non-essential travel in current unsafe weather conditions. This in-person closure includes City Hall offices, Juno Public Libraries, Parks and Recreation facilities, and Recycle Works. All CPJ departments can be reached today via phone and email. The Juno School District is doing remote learning again today. All in-person classes, rally, activities, and meetings are canceled today. The University of Alaska Southeast is also operating remotely today. Stay offices are open today, according to the State of Alaska website. Coming up, a reduction in backlog for Alaskans in need of food aid. That story next with Jordan Lewis when News of the North continues. The state government has again made headway in reducing the number of Alaskans waiting for food aid. But national data show the number of Alaskans who use the program has plunged 10% in the last year. The latest data from the Division of Public Assistance shows that state staff have reduced the food stamp backlog to just under 5,800 cases, less than half what it was toward the end of last year. And officials say the existing backlog contributed to the decline in beneficiaries. The roots of the backlog trace to 2022, when federal administrators said 15,000 Alaskans were waiting months for food aid. The current count is the lowest the waiting list for benefits has been in the state since last August, before the backlog leapt back up to more than 12,000 people at the end of the year. Division Director Deb Etheridge said her staff are working hard to stay up to date on new applications as they log overtime hours to get Alaskans their benefits. Governor Mike Dunleavy has declared January 21st through 27th to be School Choice Week in Alaska. In doing so, he follows other state leaders nationwide who have formally called attention to the importance of having multiple education options. Dunleavy's proclamation follows a year of nationwide school choice expansions. Alaska's School Choice Week is time to coincide with National School Choice Week, a week-long celebration of K-12 education that takes place during the last week of January. For the week, parents, schools, and other organizers have planned 64 events across Alaska, including school fairs, pep rallies, and spirit weeks, all of which aim to spark conversations about the opportunities parents have or want to have for their children's education. More than 27,000 events have been independently planned for the week nationwide, raising awareness about school choices of every type. Shelby Doyle, Vice President of the Public Awareness at the National School Choice Awareness Foundation, said Alaskan parents, whether they choose traditional public schools, homeschooling, or anything in between, will have the opportunity to discover diverse school options during School Choice Week. We are grateful for, to Governor Dunleavy for highlighting the importance of the right educational setting for each individual child. And Alaska got middling grades for its efforts to curb tobacco use in a new national report released by the American Lung Association. The Alaska evaluation is part of the 2024 State of Tobacco Control Report, which is an annual report assessing progress by the federal government and by all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Alaska's top grades were B's for funding for the state's tobacco prevention programs and the strength of the smoke-free workplace laws. For coverage and access to tobacco quitting services, the state got a C. However, the worst grades were the D for the level of tobacco taxes and an F for failure to end sales of flavored tobacco products. The lack of any state tax on electronic cigarette products is a key factor driving the tobacco tax grade down to a D. A top priority for the American Lung Association this year, according to the report, will be the passage of Senate Bill 89, which would impose the state's first tax on such products. The bill passed the Senate last May and is currently being considered by the House Labor and Commerce Committee. 
Nyson also said in her statement, one of the most effective ways to reduce tobacco use, not only among low-income individuals, but also for youth, is to significantly increase the tax on all tobacco products, including e-cigarettes. Multiple studies have shown that every 10% increase in the price of cigarettes reduces consumption by about 4% among adults and about 7% among youth. A similar measure passed the legislature in 2022, but Governor Mike Dunleavy vetoed it, citing his opposition to any new taxes. Now you're up to date with News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. For continuous updates, visit our website, KINYradio.com.